families all have their unique culture. And it's important that everyone in the family has a sense of belonging so that in life they won't look for that sense of belonging elsewhere. Monica Swanson is here today to talk about the importance of building a strong family team and she will share character training methods to help transform your child's character. We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids. Hello, Raising Christian Kids family. I'm so happy you're here today. And I have a wonderful guest, Monica Swanson. And Monica is a popular blogger, the host of the Monica Swanson podcast, and the author of Boy Mom and Raising Amazing. Monica graduated from Pepperdine University, has a teaching credential from Linfield College, and has a bachelor's degree in sports medicine. Her and her doctor husband have one college graduate son, two boys in college, and one son still at home. The Swanson family resides at their family home in Oahu, Hawaii. Welcome to the show, Monica. So great to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, I have to tell you, I love the title, Raising Amazing. (laughs) Isn't that what all parents want to do? Raise amazing kids, right? Definitely, yes. And so every family has a unique culture. And I love how you encourage families to put intentional thoughts into their Mm. family culture. Mm -hmm. Why is this important? And how can we get our kids more involved in this activity? Well, I might jump in real quick and say a word or two about that title, just for anyone out there who might have their radar up saying, wait a minute, what is this about amazing? Because there was a lot of thought that went into that and a little back and forth as I hedged and said, oh, I don't want people to get the wrong idea about what amazing means. And so the working definition in this book of amazing is a pleasant surprise or something that causes wonder. And that's always been my heart for parenting is I want to raise kids who who are shining a bright light in this dark world. And so that's not about worldly success or fame or fortune. It's really about having hearts of character and faith. So I always like to put that out there right up front, that that's the kind of amazing we're looking for. And truly, we like to say every child is amazing because they're all created by an amazing God and he has put himself in them. He, you know, we're all made in his image. And so we as parents get the, the great privilege and responsibility of kind of nurturing that and bringing out our kids' greatest potential. So there's, there's my few cents on the words raising amazing. I love that. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. (laughs) Thank you. Well, I certainly was backpedaling with my publisher because I was just like, you know, I really don't want to confuse people or throw them off. So thank you for letting me share that. Oh, you're welcome. And And I have to tell you, I say amazing a lot. All my listeners know I use that word. I love that word. I think it's an amazing word. I love it. And and now that I've worked on this book, I find myself saying it way too often. So (laughs) yes, it's a great word. Well, family culture is something that I don't think I was super focused on when my kids were young, but as they've grown up and as I've seen our family really gel into who we are, I've realized that kids were created to have that sense of belonging. Everybody wants to fit in somewhere and and you see things like, you know, the gang communities and and different problems that our culture faces and oftentimes it's because kids just desire to belong. They want to fit in somewhere. And so I think it is so important for families to create their own culture, to have a place their kids understand who we are and what we're about, and that they really belong. 
And the more intentional we can be about that and communicating to our kids who we are, the more they're going to kind of buy into it and want to be a part of something and be less likely to go seeking to belong and fit in somewhere else. And so sometimes, you know, these days, so many people talk about brands, you know, businesses have brands, everybody has their culture and their brand. And so I say, families, you're already communicating your values and your morals to your kids, whether you know it or not. So why not gather as a family and talk about it and say, who are we? And if the kids are old enough to participate, ask them to pitch in, you know, what are some things that come to your mind when you think of our family? What do you love coming home to? What is something that makes us unique? And it might be silly things like we like certain kind of music or we a certain type of food and that's okay. Anything goes. But then as your family gathers, maybe write these things down. I love a family mission statement. Not everyone does, but it's all a way to kind of give your kids that sense of belonging that will help them grow up knowing who they are and that they have a place they belong and fit in so that they'll be less likely to go looking for it elsewhere. And, and I think that's so important because when a family's strongly connected together, the child's mm. less likely to connect mm-hmm. with friends in their families. Yes, and, yes. And so the, this is what the Swanson family believes, and this is what mm-hmm. we hold dear to our hearts, and this is yep. how we interpret yes. worldly things. So I think, exactly. that's, I think that's great. Thank Tell you. us about your character training method. <laughs> I'd love that. Yes, character is such a, a big topic, and I think the idea of character can be overwhelming to some parents. I have a chapter in my first book, Boy Mom, about character. And I talk about something we did with one of my sons when he was a young teenager and just went through a sticky season where we were like, oh my goodness, we thought we taught you everything when you were young, how to behave, how to be respectful, how to be thoughtful and kind and all the rest. But he was just kind of walking around with with this dark cloud over him, I say, where it seemed like you know, we all were on eggshells around him. And so my husband and I were frustrated and praying for some help, trying to talk to our son about things. But ultimately, I realized that that son needed somebody outside of mom and dad to influence him. And so I just came up with something on the spot. I called it character training, for lack of a better idea. And I found some resources that I put in front of him. And I just said, hey, we're adding to your day. You know, we homeschool anyway. And that did make this a little more doable, though I believe anyone could do it. I think there's enough time in the day And I just said, every day, I want you to either read, listen to, or watch something on this list. It was just a short list of inspiring character resources from podcasts to books, to YouTube channels, TED Talks. And I said, and then here's a new journal. And every day, I want you to write down the date, what you did that day, and one nugget you got out of it. And I just made it a requirement. And you know, it wasn't something I did with all the boys. I just did it with that one and said, this is an issue we need to work on. And over time, I started to see how that shaped him and and how, you know, not not overnight, but over weeks. And I started to see him be more thoughtful, to walk in the room and uh, clearly think before he spoke. And we just started to see how our whole family benefited from this son who was being influenced by great men and women who had messages that inspired him. And soon I saw him posting Bible verses above his desk and great quotes. And that journal became something that wasn't just one nugget, but he had pages written sometimes. And to this day, that son is loves to listen to podcasts and tunes into great teachers. And it really shaped his heart. So I, I mentioned that briefly in Boy Mom, and then I got more emails and messages from that chapter than anything else where people said, we want to do this with our son and daughter. Will you tell us more about it? So I did create an online course called the Character Training Course, which I open up about three times a year. And then in Raising Amazing, I, I go into a lot more depth about just character from the early years all the way through the teenage years. There's a lot of practical things we can do. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. 
But I think it's kind of fun when you have a, a mission as a parent, when you're thinking about something, it really gives your job more meaning and purpose. And you can really focus on character qualities and, and really instilling those into your kids. Character training is so important. You know, we have biblical training and you can mm-hmm. teach your kids all about the Bible. But if mm-hmm. they don't know how to go out into the world and to oh, emulate yeah. Christ-like character, yes. where are we going with this? So I think that You're is so, right. so important. And I love that you have a class that's mm-hmm. three times a year that parents can take. And I hope our yes. parents will check that out. And we'll have links in the show notes to everything that you have. Also, you talk about, I love this, reverse negotiation. <laughs> I had never heard of that, but I, I, I loved it after I read about it. How is it an effective parenting tool? This is something I came across only later in my parenting years. So only my fourth son is benefiting but from it. But it's my favorite thing, especially if you have a kid who really pushes and argues and negotiates. So reverse negotiation is simply whatever your child is asking for that you have already said no to, or maybe tomorrow or whatever your response might be. And if they continue to push, you simply move them in the opposite direction. So for example, my son asks for a cookie in the middle of the day. And I say, you know what? Not right now, but you can have one after dinner. Oh, but mom, please, I I ate all my lunch. Okay, now you won't get one after dinner. You can have it tomorrow. But mom, you said, okay, you won't get a cookie even tomorrow. So now all of a sudden, the pain (laughs) of arguing is much worse than just accepting that initial no. And so if you let your kids know that you're going to be doing this, they're a lot less likely to try to push and push for their way. So reverse negotiation is is magic. You just have to implement it and be consistent and communicate to your kids that you're going to be using it because that's only fair, especially if you've been a pushover in the past. Yes, I love that. <laughs> There's a thing that Ginger Hubbard calls the appeal process. Oh, yes. So she'll let her child, she'll say, okay, the, mm-hmm. her child will say, can I appeal? Yes, yes. you can appeal. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason I want to eat something before dinner is because I, my sandwich fell on the floor at lunch and I'm hungry. Right. So that's okay. But like you said, I love this reverse negotiation. If you say no, Mm -hmm. and they just say, can I? And they're whining. Yeah, eventually they get the message that it's going to get worse and worse. Yes, yes. (laughs) I also love how you included in a section in your book from your husband and your children in each (laughs) chapter. I thought that was really unique. I'd not seen that in a parenting guy book, and I loved it. Can you share one wow moment from your husband (laughs) and from your child or whichever child you choose? That really stood out to you and you thought, wow, I have to have that in the book. Yeah, I love that question. And I'm not sure if I have a perfect answer for it, but I'll say this. As far as my husband goes, I think that he has been the the kind of behind the scenes wisdom behind most of my work. And in Boy Mom, I talked through every chapter with him and he gave me so much wisdom. But then I'm the one who does all the writing. And I think with Raising Amazing, since this now is speaking to mothers as well as fathers of sons and daughters, I just invited him in and said, listen, you've got so much wisdom. Would you please consider sharing it? And so for that, it was really just this general idea that he's got so much to offer. I just wanted to share him. And then with my sons, I've had them on my podcast a number of times. And what has maybe been the biggest wow moment is that I've had famous people on my podcast, huge authors, best-selling authors, speakers, teachers, but my most listened to episodes are when I have my sons on. And so I've realized that people are really curious and interested in what my kids have to say. So I invited them in. Every chapter has a word to the dads from my husband. It's kind of like the Cliff Notes version. We know that men don't read as many parenting books as women. Now, some may, and God bless them. 
but most of them don't. And so it's kind of a way for my husband to say, listen, dads, if you only read one part of the book, this is for you. And I really want you to listen. And he does a great job. Yes, he and does. Then there's a, thank you. Yes. Thank you. I was so proud of him. And he takes a long time to write. Like, oh. you know, his little part took longer than most of my chapters just because he's so thoughtful. So God bless him. But as just the same, my boys each have one section. Every chapter has a section from the boys called Thoughts From one of the boys. And they really just shared honestly from their heart. It, it wasn't at all planned. I just gave them the topic, let them read my chapter and then said, share whatever you'd like on this. And I think they came up with some really insightful, interesting things that made me realize that they were, they've noticed things growing up more than I probably thought they did. And it inspired me to keep parenting my best because my 12-year-old I know is also probably paying more attention than I realized. So it's just been a fun family project. Well, I think maybe the next book should be more of your husband and your children and you equally than maybe on some there subjects, because I think they did a fabulous job. And I think your book is Thank very you. unique. I hope our listeners will go out and get Raising Amazing mm. and that they'll listen to your podcast. And is there mm. anything else you'd like to share? Well, I will say if people like audiobooks, my boys and my husband also read their part in this and I did all the reading of the rest of the book. So the audio version of Raising Amazing should be pretty special. But otherwise, thank you. It's been so great talking to you. Thank you. It's been wonderful talking to you as well. And this is how we all work together to raise strong Christian kids. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.